EMQ bets. The end of week two. We got two Monday night games coming up tonight. Let's roll. Zach, we've had uh, a wild, wild weekend of football, um, and we're going to be dumb enough to now, having watched all of that, bet on the games, uh, because you have to be sick to to believe you can predict the outcomes of NFL football games after watching Sunday. Uh, absolutely, it was it was wild, and um, I actually had a moderately successful day yesterday somehow, but not nothing special. But um, Miami really uh, ripped away what would have been a big profit for me from Baltimore. Um, that was, but yeah, it's just absolutely crazy games. The first two weeks, especially if you're a red zone kind of guy, have just, I've just, they've just been amazing. I mean, they have really, it's really paid off. The for, witching for, hour, for the witching hour has yeah. has not uh, in both windows, not come up short. Windows. We have had some witching yeah. in both times uh, too. Uh, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray single-handedly winning the game yesterday. <laughs> oh, just, just all types of crazy. The stuff. silliest. That was the silliest thing I've ever seen. Just there's no offensive design. It's just run around like recess for as long as you possibly can, and then find a way to get it into the end zone. Literal recess football. I, that, for that, the, Cardinals. the one play where he ran around forever, like for literally like 20 seconds, and then ran it in. What I I don't yeah. even know. I. That's, I want to know if that's the longest uh, scramble in NFL history. I want it to know. Has to no be. one's told me. Yet. It has to be. It has it to was, be. It that was, that was the, like, when you see someone post their Madden clip where they run backwards for, like, forever. Like, yeah. in Madden with, like, old Mike Vick and Madden 04. It, that was that. Right. Like, where you take yeah. advantage of the fact that your QB in the game is faster, so you can just drag the D-backs back, or the D-linemen back and forth until yeah. you get an open area. Yeah, they, just, they do the, the, the run across, life. right. You just keep backing yeah. up the field till you cut forward. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did it in real life. I've actually made a couple hundred yesterday. And think about this. Baltimore and, and Las Vegas were two big bets I had. And they both came down to the like the very last 15 seconds. The, the Arizona game came down the last second. I would have covered both those. So it could have been a huge day yesterday somehow amidst the Yeah, chaos, but you but... you you definitely bet the Jets too. So like I let's... did bet the Jets too. Yeah, you're right. There, it, it, all... it gives and it takes. It gives and it takes. It absolutely you and I does. both you and I both literal miracles, literal actual mir- human miracles got us both our big cojone bets in uh in, the actual main show. show. Yeah. Um myself having the Arizona Cardinals to win outright, you having the Jets to win outright. Uh, both required yep. actual miracles. And we both just got to get, we got, we got to, yeah, I know. We, we got to give an actual uh, little disclaimer for today's show um, for the kids and for the, the under, the under 21ers. Um, betting is wrong. It's sinful. And that's why you and I have grown sick. We have a sickness. We are both ill today. So We're both ill. Is- <laughs> We're both ill, but it's because. We want more money. You know, we just, you can't stop. 
Can't stop, won't stop. And now we got two Monday night games. Um, so far, we've been doing this show for Thursday night and Monday night games. We give our we give the game and the total, and then we give three player props. Uh, so we've had what three games so far? Yeah, we've yeah we we've had three games, and, uh, five bets for each game. So let's pull up our is, standings. This right is now. our uh, this is our stats so far. Um, I'm nine and six. You're eight and seven. Uh, I, yep. I I have to point out that I'm also five and one on the game in total. Like you know you know the important yep. stuff. That's, I'm struggling. That's fair to pull, that's struggling fair. along, fighting through the player props. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm just just keeping my head above water here, right? And hopefully, I get a big improvement today. I also don't condone whoever chose those pictures for us. Yeah, if um, you see those two gentlemen uh, at the casino, run and hide. Yeah, uh, run, that's, run and yeah, that's hide. Good. That's trouble right there. Not us. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, let's get tonight, right into it. Let's yeah, do the, the first actually, one. We got. Yeah, we got the seven fifteen game. Let's rant um, a little. What do we? What do you think about this two Monday night thing where they're staggered, but they're not staggered enough? Oh yeah, uh, I really, I really, it really bothers me. I don't understand why they couldn't take a West Coast team playing at home and throw them on at ten o'clock like they used to with the Monday night doubleheaders. That I mean, that gets the that gets the people going. You get to sit there from seven to one thirty in the morning, just binging football on a Monday night. All I, mean, I think of anytime I think of the dueling Monday night games with the late one, the late West Coast, is I think of Rex of, Ryan, that lady commentating. No, I think of uh, oh. uh, Van Joseph having the time of his life. Mm, that's there he is. Those those oh, games are Sergio known for Tim. really really bad really bad commentating. Remember the Rex Ryan and the lady game that was of like, course. it was. But I was thinking of the Sergio dip. There he is. Mm-hmm. On the field, having the, field. the time of his life. That what that's an all-time moment for sure. Um, but the early yeah, but, game, the early game is a uh, that's a dad schedule. That's for all the dads out there. They have to go to bed. Um, I know it's. I, I still hate it though. Um, luckily, I have two TVs because sick and ill as mentally as a better. So I got two TVs. I'll be watching both at the same time. Um, but I wish they'd stagger it. You know, it doesn't make too much sense to me why you take two really good games on paper and um, make them interfere with each other. But Yeah, so let's jump into the first one then. So the first game, uh, Tennessee at Buffalo. Buffalo minus 10 at home. Yep. Uh, word, word came out about one minute ago that Gabe Davis sounds like he's not going to be playing. Really? Not going to play? Um, Yep, Gabe Davis won't be playing, so that's a big loss for Buffalo. That is a big loss for Buffalo. Yeah, it sounds like he was hurt in pra- in walkthrough practice on Saturday, which that's very weird. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I remember seeing him questionable, but uh, that's that'd be tough on a walkthrough. <laughs> yeah, he was not on injury reports on Friday, and then he went up on it after their walkthrough on Saturday. So very weird. Very weird indeed. Uh, uh, that's all right, tough. Buffalo's- I got to. I got to hop on a fantasy on one of my fantasy teams right now. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I have Gabe Davis on four fantasy teams. I had the foresight to make sure I had replacements. Two of them. I'm going Devonta Smith, one Kenneth Gainwell and one, I had to go scoop Jamison Crowder. So that's, yeah, that's I'm, I'm forced into a Devin Singletary flex play. So that's not bad. Good. That's a nice play. No, it could be worse for sure. Um, so let, let's re- quick recap of these teams in week one. Tennessee did not cover. They lost at home to the Giants. Buffalo did cover handily against the Rams um, in, a, in a bloodbath on the opening game. So uh, Buffalo started the season off with two primetimes. Yeah, well, uh, Buffalo's sort of everyone's the, everyone's the favorite this year. Everyone's darling, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you quick, though, if you follow those Air Raid Bills guys in the EMQ, you know, kind of sphere, um, they might want they might want to dial down the uh, the cockiness. Oh, so we've had a lot of talk recently about different teams, Twitter uh, environment. You're oh. in a, you're in one of the more hostile Twitter environments. I'm in a hell. I'm in a hellscape. Yeah, I'm in a hell. You are in a hellscape. Yeah. The 49ers Twitter. I I dabbled in it last night after seeing your text just to go get a taste of it. And I I was the the gif of that kid who walks into the kitchen and turns around and runs back out. Yeah, it was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it, um, it is crazy. It's crazy. Patriots Patriots Twitter <laughs> is either you can't question them whatsoever in Bill We Trust or fire Matt Patricia into the sun. All hell is burning. It's burning down. There's only those two options. Um, but Bill's Twitter, Bill's Twitter is everyone, all of them. Kumbaya 17 and 0 Twitter. It is. It, we are 20, so it's much actually, better. It's actually 20 and 0 Super Bowl Twitter. Yeah. 20 yeah. and 0 Twitter. Yeah. Insufferable. It's an insufferable I, place. Th- these people basically have hoisted the Lombardi trophy and it's going to be objectively hilarious when it all comes crashing down. Like it usually does for the bills, but I'm going to do the Lombada on the, on their grave. <laughs> I, I'll join you. you. I love Josh Allen. I love this, how they're the darlings, but trust me by week 10 or 11, we'll be sick of this shit. All right, let's get into the game. They're going to lose. They're going to lose state, but not yeah. tonight. Yeah, <laughs> tonight Great. I think um, so. The Titans, the last two years, have owned the Bills. Yeah, uh, both primetime games. Titans two and zero in primetime games against the Bills in the last two seasons. Wow. Last year, you'll remember Josh Allen fumble going in on like the five yard line to end the yeah, game split. in a he absolute shootout. Huh? He slipped. At, he slipped at the two. Yep. Uh, I think the Bills are going to uh, stomp them out tonight. Um. So you love Buffalo to cover the 10. I love Buffalo to cover the 10. I love Buffalo to just to have us really settling into Minnesota Philly by the time that game starts. Okay. I like that take. Um, <laughs> I, so let's talk about why Tennessee was able to stay with a Buffalo team the last couple of years. Uh, I think the big reasons were healthy Derrick Henry. Okay. And AJ Brown and Henry didn't look great against the Giants. He looked a tick slower. Right. Uh, maybe he's just getting maybe he's just getting going. But um, you know, I still don't think he's like peak prime Derrick Henry. I still, I'm sure he's still a fine running back in the National Football League. But everyone overlooked. Everyone kind of acted like the AJ Brown thing was not that big a deal. Oh, it's wild! No, it's wild. Uh, no, no big deal. But <coughs> it's Anyone a big deal. The um, last three games that they played last year, he was the entire offense. And look what he did week one against Detroit. I mean, yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about him pretty soon, I'm sure. But in the next game, but I think that's, I, I just don't. Tennessee doesn't have the firepower, is my point anymore to stay in it. They lost uh, what Harold Landry with the ACL. They're they're not going to get to Allen as much. Um, they still have a decent pass rush. Yeah, the I pass rush actually did look good against against it, the Giants. It did look it did look pretty good, but I mean, you know, they got good safeties too. I just don't think. I just think Buffalo is just going to overwhelm the loss of Gabe Davis does bring a couple questions into mind, but I think they can replace him in the aggregate, if you will. Um, yeah. The Tennessee corners stink. Uh, the linebackers play is mediocre. Their front seven is pretty good. Um, like in terms of pass rush ability. Yeah. Uh, exactly right. But the coverage, just, the coverage is mediocre though. Look I what don't think they're a great run stopping team and I don't think they're a great man coverage team. Their safeties are really good though. Their safeties are, are premier. Um, but 
I think uh, the offense leaves a lot to be desired now that A.J. Brown's gone. I don't think Robert Woods is in any way a replacement for that. And Tannehill is a uh, pumpkin. He stinks. Uh, he, he I, I think this is team is wildly overrated. The AFC South is a dumpster fire. And uh, the Titans are going to be the head of that dumpster fire. This yeah, I, I think primetime um, in Orchard Park season opener, I, this place is going to be bananas. I, I think, I mean, well, one thing you Especially with the Bills, the, the Bills, the way they believe that they should never have lo- ever lost any game. Um, they got to be particularly upset that they've lost two in a row to Tennessee. So they're going to want to prove that those games didn't count. Yeah, I like this to be a bloodbath in Buffalo's favor. Let's get to the total here and get some score predictions going. All right, so we're both on minus 10, I'm guessing. Yeah, we're both absolutely on Buffalo minus 10 tonight. We, All right, we what recommend do you think that. on this, this over-under? Well, man, I've gone kind of back and forth on this in my head and like, um, I do expect Buffalo to put up like a good 30 plus points in this game. I don't necessarily think te- uh, Tennessee is going to hang around with it though. So Buffalo tends to, tends to have pretty high scoring games at home though, but um, I'm going to go just barely under, I'm going to go with like, uh, I'm thinking like 31 to 14 here. So it's going to stay under, um, it's not a line I'm super confident on, but I'm going under 47 and a half tonight. Um, if you have any big thoughts on it, let me know, because I really don't have too much to add on that one. Oh, I have big thoughts. Under, 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 under. Um, one more time? Under. <laughs> okay, There's go no, ahead. Tennessee, Tennessee is not scoring regularly on this team. There's no way. Um, and for them to score, they're going to have to put together lengthy drives because they're not beating this team over the top. Buffalo doesn't give up big passing plays. Uh, Tennessee's offense is not built to get big passing plays. I think Tennessee's going to, in order to score is going to have to put together long drives, which that tells you under, I think they're going to struggle to score anyways. And I think Tennessee's defense is built to keep things in front of them, uh, with the safeties. So I think Buffalo is going to, they're going to score. Methodically they're going to, they're not going to score in two play, three play. And without Davis, it's not like a big, big body. Fast yeah. I love the under, uh, I think Buffalo is going to win this game like 27 to 10. Uh, okay. so I really like the under in this game. Um, yeah. Under, 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 under. Love All right. It. Yeah. I love it. I, okay. So we're both on Buffalo minus 10. We're both on the under. All right. We yeah. gotta, let's, so let's get some different picks. We're actually pretty similar on this. No, it's the same picks again. Uh, so, so let's hang get on. into our player props. So we're both Buffalo well, minus well, 10. We're, before we're we get both... to the player, before we get to the player props, Oh, we want, you know, the players like money too. That's a video of Lamar Jackson at the end of yesterday's game. I think um, so. Yeah, it is an outrage they haven't paid that man. Yeah, he <laughs> and they're so making well. him go out there and risk his his financial security for the future while literally carrying the team on his back. I know. And then the, de- the your defense allows what twenty eight points in the fourth quarter, please. Oh my! I mean, their secondary was so bad. Did you see the Mark Ty- Tyreek Hill? Marcus Peters, you see his effort on the Tyreek. He like Tyreek Hill just waltzing by him over and over, <clears throat> just being able to just go out there and wait for fly balls to come land in his lap. Peters, <laughs> Peters did not act like he gave one shit about that game. It Marcus so Peters weird. is terrible, terrible yeah, friend of the yeah. program, uh, Provolone, uh, for big Rams fan. When Marcus yeah. Peters was there, his least favorite player ever, Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters is good for two pick sixes a year and giving up nine touchdowns in the air. So yeah, he's uh, the OG digs. If, 
For OG real. Trayvon Diggs. For real. Um, just get absolutely torched, but then the highlight shows him getting a pick. Yep, so Jer- Jeremy Maguire, um, Lamar Jackson, yep. Well, we're trying to be the Tom Cruise here of this. Um, we're going to try to get you some prop bets that we like. I'm going to let you kick it off because that's kind of how we do it. So let's, All right, let's um, all right. we're going to go into my prop bets. My prop bets. All right, uh, Robert Woods, uh, who I mentioned, the new addition to Tennessee, the replacement, if you will, for um, for A.J. Brown is is no such thing. He had two targets last week with one catch for 11 yards. Um, Not good. With Buffalo secondary, I think he struggles again. Uh, I think Robert Woods under 41 and a half receiving yards. I do think they'll target him more than they did, but I don't think he can break off that one long catch. Uh, McVay really schemed stuff up for him. It was always some play action deep crossing route that he would catch right. to get the, his big catches. Uh, Tennessee's not scheming up anything. Tannehill stinks. New system um, coming off an injury. I, I, it's, I'm going it's the under on Robert Woods. Next one, because they're going to trail in this game, um, I don't think Derrick Henry gets his, t- his carry totals. Uh, he actually was under this number last week in a game that was a back and forth slugfest battle. Um, so I think the carries 20 and a half for Derrick Henry, I'm going under, particularly because I think they'll be trailing and needing to pass. Uh, so I'm going Derrick Henry under 20 and a half rush attempts. And then finally, same reasoning and because he stinks and because Buffalo forces a lot uh, of uh, extra pressure onto the quarterback to make tough throws. Ryan Tannehill to throw an interception over a half an interception for Ryan Tannehill. I'm eating that minus 140. Uh, I think Tannehill is throwing a pick in this game, probably two, but I think he's definitely throwing at least one pick, and uh, it's worth eating that net, that minus 140 for it. I'm just going to throw up mine here. I'm going to ride immediately on the coattails of what you just said. Uh, I also love Tannehill over uh, half a pick um, to throw one interception. Um, and and the best the best part of this is we don't – we don't screen each other's picks ahead of time. We just put them in and then get on the show. So yeah, no, I couldn't even get in touch with you before this. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> recovering from the plague or whatever I have. Yeah. Um, I also like Tannehill to throw a pick. I think they're going to have to force the ball um, sometimes on third down. He's going to make a mistake. Like you said, he's a pumpkin. I love that line. Um, he is a pumpkin. I'm going to come at you with the Robert Woods line uh, in a different way. Um, I do think since he was so little involved and they invested a bunch of money in him, they'll kind of scheme him up. I can still see him going under that 41 and a half receiving yard number, but I got over three and a half receptions. I think they may force a couple targets his way, kind of like what you were saying. So I think he'll get four catches, but you know, they might be quick screens or a little quick out or a, you know, quick slant and he might still stay under that number. So, you know, we can still both win that bet. I am eating that thing. I am eating a big number on minus 155. I just have a feeling. Yeah, what is that? It, it, might, it might be my fantasy bias since I stupidly drafted him late in a bunch of leagues. But um, so maybe I'm just hopeful <laughs> he'll get involved in the offense. <laughs> but but uh, I'm going to go with over three and a half receptions, um, eating a big number, unfortunately. And my third player prop is going to be Devin Singletary, uh, running back for the Bills, hit to be at any time TD score. He's getting plus 125. I think they'll be around the goal line a decent amount. Um, he didn't get a touchdown last week, and I think he's well-liked. And, and on They're the also throwing line. to him a lot more, it seems they like. And the end of last year and then the game against the Rams, they're thro- he's getting a lot more uh, I think he's uh, a, targets out of the backfield. He, he is. I think he's a real solid 
you know, NFL running back. Nothing the way their that, team is, they they don't need to go high risk. They like that. The, they like he's the, really good. Yeah, yeah, the consistent guy, the sure thing. It will be interesting to see Moss and Cook's involvement, especially around the goal line. But I'm going to take a risk here with the little extra juice we're getting and, and go with Singletary to get anytime TD. I think that's um, a fun one. So we're going to get over to the the first TD props here, and you know, you can get. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah, you can get um, big money uh, if you bet on the if you bet on your computer. Let's let's preview internet that. makes lots of money, so give us some of that money. Yeah, give us internet money. We're gonna try and get you some internet money here. Yeah, and these are the, this is a way to get big internet money because the odds we're throwing at you here. So, who do you like for the first TD score on this Bills game? Uh, with the Gabe Davis injury, we would say Gabe Davis as he scored the first touchdown in like the last ten ga- Bills games. Seemingly, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Dawson Knox. I think that um, the Titans are going to be obsessed with Stephon Diggs uh, as there have to be, especially with the safeties and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I think Dawson Knox um, for you, he had that family tragedy this year, this off season, et cetera. I think they're going to want to get him, get him a big moment at home. Uh, I like Dawson Knox. Uh, Josh Allen loves Dawson Knox in the red zone. And with Gabe Davis out, I think I think Knox is going to steal that first touchdown. I like that logic. He's, what, um, he's plus nine hundred. So let's go. Let's yeah. run. If you look at the at the first TD props, the, the Bills players are like the top five odds, and then it, Henry comes in, I believe, um, somewhere in there. So definitely Vegas is thinking um, Bills are going to score the first touchdown here. Um, I have to agree as well. I'm going to go with the kind of obvious guy. He's got the he's got the the shortest odds of any um of any player in 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 the register there. So I'm going to go with Diggs. I think you know they really like to target him in the red zone. He had the second most red zone targets last season. They seem to be in the red zone seemingly constantly. Um, so I'll just go with Diggs. A little basic pick for you guys here today. Uh, Six fifty. Um, so we're both on the bill. We're pretty much, this is pretty much a Bills show right now. <laughs> oh no, it would be very insufferable if it was a Bills show. We're picking the Bills on most of these things, but without, without that, that air of smug, dri- like dripping with smug, you know what I'm talking right. about? Oh, oh God. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I also Jeez. do. I like the digs. I think digs also goes over his, his receiving total, even though that's, you know, as popular a pick as it gets. I think the, the EMP. Oh, he goes over what? Sorry, say that again. The 74, he's at 74 and a half, his receiving total. With Davis, I think he's going over it, even though he's going to be the focal point of the defense. He just, yeah, made, I, he finds his way. But also upgrade my feelings on McKenzie and Crowder now as well. Yes, so. agreed. Um, I also kind of like, uh, you know, we're just throwing shit at the wall here, but I kind of like Josh Allen's passing total to be under. I think it's like 260 something. Um, yeah, yeah. If the game's out of hand quick, you won't yeah, I think they're going to get a good lead and and be a little more run heavy. Yeah, I, I don't hate that at all. All right, we're going to get over to our second game of the double dip. This one's at eight thirty. Uh, so based on our predictions, you should be happily flipping over to this instead of watching Tennessee slog in the mud. You'll have already know. you'll have already cashed a check. We want more money. And going into the second game, you're going to want more money. Exactly. And, and so let's get right to it here. This game here. is awesome. I'm so excited about this game. This matchup is like the two darlings of uh, 
the NFC, like the, the breakout teams that everyone yeah, after it, week it, one is really excited about. Yeah. And, and like I was saying last week uh, on the Thursday show, I was saying, I wish this game was in week 10 instead of week two. Um, right, right. Although this no. is going to tell us a lot about these clubs. It, so we got the will. Kirk Cousins prime time. Kirk yeah. Cousins Monday night is his absolute kryptonite. He's got the um, two and nine career Monday night football record, but he's won his last two. So there's that. Um, they got the road. They're going to be road dogs tonight in Philly. That line's moved from all the way from minus one and a half to two and a half uh, over the last couple of days. Um, but still under field goal. So you're not laying a full field goal with, with Philadelphia at home. Uh, let's hear your thoughts on this game. Um, I have to go against everything I said all weekend. Uh, I'm going Philly minus two and a half. I'm taking the Eagles. Um, I was on the Vikings for like the entire week uh, about two hours ago. Changed my mind. We got a John uh, Kerry flip-flopper, folks. We got a flip-flopper. No, it just, I, I smelled a rat with the line all of a sudden. I was like, this line is begging everyone to bet the Vikings. Uh, mm -hmm. Eagles, 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 Eagles. Uh, I think Kirk Cousins is going to do a little dump. Uh, I think the Eagles defense is going to play really good in this game, this home opener. Um, I like the way they match up. Uh, and I think the Eagles are going to be able to move the ball on them. Uh, I like the Eagles to win this game. Um, I think it's going to be a slug fest. Uh, I think the Eagles will, will cover that number though. Yeah, so let's just get into a little lingo here so people can understand some of our lingo. When oh, okay. you say when, when Brendan says pumpkin, guys, he means uh that a guy is that the ball is over. Cinderella lost her slipper. Like yeah, it means it right. it looked really pretty. He looks good. Uh right. everything you've seen from him so far, you would be fooled into thinking, oh wow, this is the bell of the ball. Uh, but then midnight strikes and it was all a fugazi. It it's was a all sham. a sham. It's a yeah. sham. It's just a horse and a cart. Ain't no yeah. pumpkin. Um, and so what you're talking about with Kurt, take a little dump. We're going to call that. We call it, like to call that filling your diaper. When a team yeah. fill, when a team or player fills up his diaper, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. And Kirk, uh, of, all the, right of all the uh, high caliber players in the NFL, has one of the fullest diapers over the past few years. When he fills his diaper, he fills it up. Yeah, he that, takes that, knees that when thing. he's supposed to spike it. He goes yeah. under guard instead of under center. This yeah. man feels the pressure. Yeah. When it, it, when he fills it up, it overflows heavy. <laughs> so it's, so yeah, just a couple of terms so you can keep up with our nonsense uh, from week to week here. But so back to the game here, I smelled this rat, you know, you know, a while ago, um, you flip-flopping makes me a little concerned all of a sudden. Um, but I'm going to, I got to ride with Philly here. I just think they're really solid, like, you know, all phases right now. It's just, O-line, running game, passing game, uh, all three parts of their defense. Their secondary. Their secondary. Their awesome. secondary. And even their ancient D-line looked great against Detroit, uh, despite the despite they gave up a bunch of rushing yards and passing yards at the end of the game when the game was well in hand. Detroit it was all nice garbo time. They, they, they let but, Detroit do that thing. But Detroit, Detroit is unable to play anything but a high-scoring game where one team goes way up and the other team comes way well, back. Well, Detroit's favorite thing is to get, like, pummeled but then be like, we don't quit. Right. But or or against Washington yesterday, we pummel Washington and then we were going to quit and let yeah. them right back in it. So like, but you kind of get what I mean. I, I don't know if that means too much. The end of that Detroit game in term. So I think the Eagles defense is pretty solid all around. Um, I like them to just kind of gradually like grind away a win here and just, I wouldn't say overwhelm a Minnesota, but um, you just, 
it's going to, it's not going to be a comfortable win, but I think they're going to win. Yeah. So. I think slug fest. I'm, I'm thinking of and slug cover fest. and cover. So we're going, we're both covering on Philly here. Unfortunately, I think we're going to have very similar over under as well. I'll let you start though. I mean, I already said it. I said, it. I'm going to do it again. Under, 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 under. One more uh, time. Under. I think okay. this is way under. I like okay. way under. I love the under here even more than I liked it in the previous game where I said under 500 times this boy, do I like this under? Um, I, like I said, I think this game's a slug fest, not a shootout uh, cousins diaper Monday night football, but also I like the Vikings defense a lot more than people give them credit for. I think the Vikings defense is very good. Uh, I think this game, everyone's going to keep it in front of them again. I think this is actually going to be a bit of a, a, a running game. Um, teams mm-hmm. struggling to actually get into the end zone. Uh, I love the under here. I don't think it's coming near 50. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to echo a lot of that. I, I think this will be a big, I think we're going to have one of these classic games that we like to talk about with the feeling out period in the first uh, half. Kind of just like, Oh, this is one of those where we tell ourselves after that we should have bet the first half line. We do that a lot. Yeah. yeah. We always forget to do that. Um, so I think we're going to see a nice feeling out period here. Um, you know, maybe a couple of field goals exchanged. Um, probably not too explosive. Maybe it'll open up a bit in the second half, but I, I don't know. I feel like these teams are both poised and they understand the magnitude of this early season matchup and they're both going to want to, um, you know, prove to the other team that they mean business. And I think that that means we're going to see the defense, the both of them play pretty conservatively and make the other team march. And I think we're just going to see a slow, slow kind of game here. Uh, it, it, it screams shootout, but I, I think it's the opposite. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. makes lots of money, so give us some of that money. Yeah, give us internet money. It's going under. We're getting that internet money. Yeah, so I'm going under, too. So we're both on Philly, both on under. Um, alarm bells are starting to ring, but we're having a good time. Um, we're going to get over to the top three I players. love that. Boy, do I like that. Under. Yeah, I do, too. I really do. You you, you were very good on the over-under this weekend, Uh Made me made me personally some money on that Tampa Bay New Orleans game, so appreciate that. That's um, I've been real sharp on over unders so far all season. I'm like, my record on over unders is fantastic. My record yeah, on you've been, on you've been uh, trusting the style, of what kind of style the game's going to be. Yeah, you've yeah. been calling the style pretty well so far. I also think a lot of lines have been have been puffed up by how flashy the league is right now, and unders have been really, really big, easy to get. There've been a lot of unders that are ripe. Yeah, I like how the league has kind of shifted back from way too high-scoring games to kind of more normal NFL scores. These are so explosive, and and there's the games that just totally explode and become out of hand and scoring, scoring, scoring. But teams have really there's a notice how hard it is to actually get in the end zone on teams. <laughs> like teams are struggling line, inside the, the five-yard line, line right now. Red zone defenses have been so good. They really have. A lot of teams are turning back to the bend don't break because. There's you know, also the factor of teams refusing to kick field goals, so they do, they end up not scoring. I know. It's getting pretty wild. Unless you're Kyle Shanahan, that guy will kick a field goal uh, no matter what. <laughs> the guy will kick a field goal down four with 10 seconds left. Well, he's got to run um, QB power first. Yeah. Oh, sheesh. We'll get into that tonight on Late Night Niners. Uh, it's going to be an absolutely explosive show tonight, um, hosted by yours truly. All I know uh, is the Niners are back. A lot to cover. All right, so let's. We got the top three prop bets for this Vikings and Eagles. All right, you uh, go clash. first this time on these. Give me yours. Okay, well, no, you give me yours. Okay. All right, so like you kind of said, uh, see some running today. 
the Vikings got, despite slaughtering Green Bay 23 to seven and covering um, week one, they got gashed in the run game by the, the Packers. Um, they ended up giving up about 180 rush yards. That makes me think Philly's going to have a rush heavy attack. Uh, ever since last year, when you called out Philly publicly for not running the ball at all, and they started running the ball, they've ran the ball extremely effectively for the last, I want to say about 15, uh, maybe 12, 15 games uh, really well. They've got a ton of options. I think Sanders, it was nice to see him kind of blow up last week, uh, remind people that he's still talented. So I like him to continue it today. I like him to, I don't like him to cream that number, but I like him to get over it a bit. Um, so he's over 57 and a half rushing yards. That's even money there. Minus 115 pretty much. Um, then last week, my second player prop, Herb Smith Jr., the tight end for the Vikings. Last week did not get a catch on two targets, zero yards. Uh, they He's played limited snaps because he didn't practice all training camp or play any preseason because of an injury. He said in the media, he said, I'll be more involved. Um, they just wanted to ease me into this. So I'm going to believe him. <laughs> uh, 16 half catch. He's a pretty explosive player. He's been ravaged by injury in his young career, but um, he could get that in one catch. So I'm going to go with that. Hopefully he'll just, you know, get 17 yards. Shouldn't be too hard. Uh, so Irv Smith Jr. over 16 and a half receiving yards. I also drafted him fantasy. I seem to throw in one, one player prop per, per segment of a fantasy player I want to do well, which is usually unhealthy. Uh, I wouldn't recommend doing that typically. My third one is going to kind of piggyback off last week's performance. Devonta Smith, zero yards, zero catches. Stunning. I don't really understand that. Um, not what I was expecting. But I'm just going to, it's going to be AJ. It's going to be a run heavy attack from the Eagles. It's going to be AJ Brown attack, who the guy's just an absolute monster. Um, Minnesota's got a great secondary right now. So I can really see Smith getting shut down here. Unfortunately, he's the type of guy who could hit that with one catch. But I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to play the odds here and go under on 44 and a half receiving yards for Devonta Smith. Um, all right. All right. We're doing mine. Okay. Uh, Justin yeah. Jefferson under 94 and a half receiving yards. That is a preposterously high number. It's so inflated by the public sentiment about him, how good he looked last week, how good he has been. 94 and a half is just an outrageous line. And so I'm betting under it just out of principle. It's too high. Uh, also, Philly's defense secondary, Darius Slay, um, CJ Gardner, uh, Gardner Johnson. They, these guys Ooh. are these, but these are physical defensive backs. Yes. They're going to get up on him. They're going to, they have a lot of okay, pride. James Bradbury is awesome. Yeah, a lot of pride out there. They're not going to want to give up the, that number. Again, it's just way too high of a receiving total number um, that is super reactionary. And I think it's just so inflated that you're getting huge value going under it. Um, so I love the under uh, on the Justin Jefferson number. Uh, let's go head to head on this one. I got Miles Sanders under 57 and a half rushing yards. Uh, they love to abandon Miles Sanders. This team loves to randomly abandon Miles Sanders. Um, also, this is a uh, another thing you could learn about, about the show, about your hosts here. Uh, I love to bet against my fantasy guy to try and jinx the jinx, to reverse jinx myself. Right. I have Miles Sanders in fantasy. I would like him to have a very nice game, so I'm going to bet under on his total. Uh, it's a kind of a double. If he goes over it, I'll still be a very pleased guy. But I really do think he's going under it 
Um, I think he had a, a really nice game last week, but they lo- really like to mix up the backs. They love to abandon what works. So I like uh, Miles Sanders under. And then my favorite one of this, because of the way I think this game is going to be, uh, I like Jake Elliott over one and a half field goals made. I think this is a classic get into the red zone a bunch, but struggle to get it into the end zone kind of game. Uh, so I like Jake Elliott to get two field goals and get you that number. He's It's only at minus 105. I love it. Uh, yeah, I think the Eagles are going to kick a few field goals tonight. So I love the Jake Elliott over field goal total. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we've got a bunch of kind of dueling thoughts on player props in both of these games here and should be a lot of fun. We're going to get over to the first TDs here, but first we just have to, you know, we got to, we got to show it again. Show me the money. Jerry, you better yell. Show me the money. I mean, uh, first TDs, that's all they're about, is trying to get that money, uh, yeah. trying to just steal a nice boost. Basically, the way I treat first TDs is put enough on it where it covers, if you lose the rest of your bets, you're covered. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how I operate with first TDs. And then if you win the rest of your bets, you're, you're throwing a party like you know, Cuba Gooding Jr. over there. Yeah, exactly. So we're going we're gonna to start with you on this one. Uh, first TD? Yep. I'm going with, uh, I think the line is nice for it. I'm going Jalen Hurts. Um, I, I just think uh, he's kind of the go-to goal line person. Uh, I like his ability to uh, either be the person they try and slam in if they're at the goal line or even score from the 10 on a scramble. Um, I don't think they have the obvious touchdown guy on this team. Uh, so I really like Jalen Hurts to be the guy getting getting in the end zone early. And plus 800 is an awesome line for it. Uh, his His rush total is so high that I think they believe he's going to run a lot in this game. He's his, the line for his total carries is eight and a half, which is very high. His total, 51 yards, and a half rushing yards, yeah. his total yards, 51 and a half. That's super high. So they think he's going to run a lot. I think he'll run in the red zone. That's I'm going with that. He Taylor. scored a rushing touchdown last week and seemed like seemingly he could have done it a bunch more if he wanted to. So I don't hate that at all. I think it's a solid bet. And again, it's um, a it's a bet against Miles Sanders. Uh, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Double down. Um, I saw this Dalvin Cook line, and I mean, I've been betting Dalvin Cook lines for forever. They're usually plus four fifty, plus five fifty. Like it's usually you're usually you're not getting a great value on it. I just saw plus seven fifty. This is more of a value bet than if I actually think you know they'll be the first team to score a touchdown. Eagles could easily score first. Um, it's not like the Buffalo game. Where we were both pretty certain that Buffalo is scoring first. Um, so I just like the odds you're getting on Dalvin Cook here. Um, I don't believe he scored last week. I could be totally wrong. I don't think he did score last week. Um, he's a high-volume touchdown scorer in his career. So I'm getting plus 750 for Dalvin Cook. I'm going to ride on that. I got to take it. Um, even if the Eagles – even if the Vikings do score – First touchdown, I think the Eagles still going to win this game. But uh, I'm going to go Cook, 750 on that one. I love it. I would also point out that another guy getting a similar wild boost is Derrick Henry in the opener. He's plus 900. That's probably yeah. the best line that he's, he's had never in three had. years. Yeah. yeah, seriously. So if you feel like being frisky, you can toss something on that too for sure. Um, usually we toss you a couple bonus first TVs I like here. the Dalvin Cook one. I yeah, like that. So- Toss you a couple long shots here, but you know, 
we're ravaged by illness. You know, we can't do it today. Um, uh, my long shot would be the the Bills defense special teams in the first game. Oh, well, I absolutely love that. They're like that's plus cool. 2,300. I like yeah, that one a cool. lot. I like that, yeah. That would get us that Tannehill pick and get that pick six going. I like that one a lot. Um, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm pretty excited. Uh, under, 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 under. So despite the fact that we are not, yeah, unders all day, all day. Yeah, bet the, bet the over, no, not here. Unders all day, baby. Um, shout out, big cat. So um, we're going to get to – we got two great games tonight. Despite the fact they're staggered, it's a bit frustrating. But, I mean, still got two games on Monday of football. It's still fun. Um, going to sit on my couch for a long time. It's going to be exciting. Tonight, you can look forward to a couple things with the EMQ brand. Got, uh, this is, you know, it's – I don't want to call them out, but it's embarrassing. We have an emergency Jets uh, podcast tonight. They have to do an emergency podcast because they won a game. They can't believe they won. I mean, it was objectively an incredible comeback, miracle win. It was awesome to watch. I was rooting for it. It was cool. Um, love. They got to be it. pumped about Garrett Wilson. He's for real. Oh, he looks amazing. He looks awesome. Yeah. yeah he, he looks like the guy. Um, and Elijah Moore as a second option. He's, he's got a great young receiving core there. It's pretty special. And the running backs, Hall and Carter, look good, too. I mean. Jets, this isn't a Jets show, but and the Browns are an embarrassing franchise. Of course. I mean Brownie the Elf. But uh so you'll see Emergency Jets podcast at eight. They so shocked they actually won a football game. I'm gonna watch it. I'm actually pumped. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna throw it on the side while I'm watching the football games. Um I, I loved his co-host last week, uh, or his guest. So it, he's coming back. So it should be a really fun show. Then tonight, about one in the morning Eastern time, you're gonna see late night Niners. I mean, it's just the content we've got tonight. Popcorn, is, get the popcorn ready. The content tonight is absolutely incredible. It's uh, there's just so much going on in San Francisco land. It's got to feel awful for the young kid breaking his ankle, but a lot to cover tonight. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. So I recommend to tune in there. The takes um, are coming out of the woodwork on that one. Yeah. Oh my God. It, it, the takes are everywhere. I'll tell you what. I I, I don't. I I do hate it actually. San Francisco is the number one story in the NFL right now. And it is, it is, it's, it's been this way for a yeah, while. But you're now. in it. I'm a, so we'll hear your takes later. I'm an outsider. Yeah, yeah. All I know is, yeah, it stinks to have the young kid get hurt, but I think the team is better than it was before that. And he'll be back. He'll be all right. Yeah, he's um, young. He's 22. He'll be fine. He'll be back. Um, it, it almost is a, is a, releases a little pressure valve. He'll have a lot less pressure when he does come back because he'll have a lot more goodwill. People will be excited for him. Um, and I think the Jimmy Garoppolo story now has, he gets a lot less pressure too. That He's sort of a savior instead of a, ah, crap, we hate Jimmy. Um, Ask half our the family. team, we'll get to that the team was rallying around him like crazy. Uh, and I think Jimmy is healthy, which he hasn't been in a long time. And he looked pretty good. I, I mean, I think the team right now is better with Jimmy. They immediately, to me, become the favorite to win the division. So, All for right. what it's well, worth. Well, tune in and you can hear some of my thoughts on it as the uh, as your Niners fan here. But, um, yeah, well, that's nice to hear. Anyway, we got uh, Thursday. We're going to have another EMQ bets for the Thursday game. I believe yeah, that's Pat Zink will be Thursday as well this week. I week. believe that's a Cleveland-Pittsburgh game. I have a feeling... I think that's the game will probably be a zero zero tie. I'm not sure. Um, that's going to be a nine to six game. Yeah, that feels and a if lot. Pittsburgh like it isn't moving to Kenny Pickett by now. I don't know what they're doing. 
Yeah, Trubisky did not. Who, as someone who very intently watched every play of the Pittsburgh game, rooting for their their demise, uh, boy, is Mitch Trubisky limited to say the least. Yeah, he does make an occasional good throw, but it's it's not consistent. Um, so yeah, you got EMQ bets. We're going to cover the Thursday night game, Cleveland uh, Pittsburgh. You've got the PSI. I'm sure it'll be a rousing and exciting. Pat Stan Inc. talking about the Patriots. Um, you know Patriots. So much fans. to talk about with the Patriots. You know Patriots fans. They one get one. So, so damn no excited. Playing so Baltimore excited. this weekend. Right there. It that show is gonna be from the sky. It's gonna go from the skies falling to we're gonna win the Super Bowl. That's that's the shift you'll see in the no, show. No, it's certainly, Patrick. it's certainly not there yet. <laughs> um, Friday that night. Was, uh, I, the, we, we've, what we've learned about the Patriots thus far is every game is going to be absolute agony. It seems like it. It's like a, it's going to be one of those years where every game's a horror. Yeah. And Baltimore continues their tour of the AFC East to start the season. Yep, they're going to come into to Foxborough favorites. We'll see how that goes. Um, I'm looking forward to your show though on that on about about that game. It should be awesome. Um, going to see a, the regular time schedule for the Jets show on Friday. Um, I don't know who they play, but I think it's a, a tough game. No one knows. Um, I don't. Yeah, it's the Jets. Um, Saturday, we got our main show. Um, the main show is always good. It's cooking. We're having a good time. And, uh, you know, that's it. You get the other gambler show on Sunday, but we don't really talk about that show. You know, this is the gambling show on EMQ. Yeah. 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 You know, we're all part of the same locker room here, but people don't always get along in the same locker room. So <laughs> yeah, just there's gotta be a little locker room rivalries and hostilities and whatnot. Yep. So, you know, tonight we, uh, this is what we want and this is what we're going to get. And uh, we want more money. So follow along with our bets. I think we got a good, I think we got good bets tonight. I feel a little better about them than I have in a couple of the last games. Um, let's just toss this up one last time before we close the show. We got BMAC nine and six, Zach eight and seven, looking to improve those records. Nine and six, a good, healthy 60%. Eight and seven needs to come up a bit. So we're going to look to improve those numbers and, you know, it should be a, it be a really fun night of football. Any any um, last thoughts? Any last uh, thoughts? Under, under, know? under, under, under. On this show, I'm undefeated on the over-under. Uh, and yeah. this is going under. I have gotten all of the over-unders correct so far. Um, you absolutely ba- you absolutely brutally backdoored me on the Kansas City City uh, Los Angeles Chargers line on, on Thursday. Absolutely brutally came back at the last second. Yeah, it was a beautiful thing. It is. It was, it was tough a beautiful to, thing. Tough for me to handle. That one was incredible uh, to get to be able to stay under, but back door that line was was quite a thing of beauty. I loved it. It was it was pretty sweet for you, yeah. And you got the Eckler uh, yardage over on the final drive. You really you it nailed that game. You nailed that game. Really, Those were never in doubt. Those were never in doubt. A lot really came into play on that final drive for me. It was pretty nice. I, it's somehow how you get it. It's what you got to do. I also was in a fan duel about to make like sixty dollars or something like that on a five dollar. And uh, the Eckler catch and then the Palmer touchdown ripped away m- any money. I ended up losing the five dollars. <laughs> we were also we were also heavily invested in the Mike Williams first touchdown last week, at which oh. he came up one centimeter short, and then Literally. he did get the second touchdown. Which I feel like Williams always absolutely professionals at second touchdowns. It reminds me a lot of that CD Lamb touchdown last season where he was stopped at the inch line as well. We both had that one. That was yeah. brutal. Um, but this is betting, folks. You know this isn't. Uh, this isn't a school lunch. <laughs> Get us all right. There, all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really, really fun show. Hope you ride along with this game starting. Do we know what time this game's starting. 15 is the first game. 
8.30 is the Vikings game, so 7.15 is the start time. I think right, one's like on and subscribe, retweet all our shit. Uh, one's on ESPN, one's on ABC, whatever the hell they're Everyone doing. hop on, bet with us, bet against us, whatever. Get some of that internet money going. Uh, yeah, make fun of us if we lose and, and don't acknowledge us if we win. I think that's how the internet works. So Yes, correct. And and really frame it whatever way is most beneficial to how it went. So uh, <laughs> we'll see you out there. Let's go get it.